0: Hello, and thank you for clicking on the Mind Snacks podcast. This episode of Mind Snacks was recorded on May 17th, the year 2023 at the Edge Construction Studio in Columbus, Indiana. Edge Construction, masters of all construction needs. That's right. Call my man, Brian Jones, 812-343-3035. Tell them the Mind Snacks podcast sent you, okay? Here's the deal. Tonight, Tyler, me personal day, Okay. Took a personal day. You know what? Sometimes you need those. We work one day a week. Sometimes you gotta take what sometimes you gotta take it off. Okay. So that's the deal. Tyler me personal day. Kyle Killinger in the studio. Great times, great conversation tonight. Also, before the episode starts, I want to remind you guys go to secondstringmedia.net in the blue banner, click second string media shop and go to the Etsy Second String Media Fit Store. Get those Mind Snacks podcast and those Second String Media products all right here's a pod let's go every time i get through that without like the whole sequence without fucking anything up tyler's always so proud of me and then tonight tonight he's just not here to see it well i'm fucking proud of you i appreciate that i appreciate Give it up that. For sean b everybody welcome he didn't fuck to, to it up. the mind snacks podcast it is uh sean b here in the studio without my p.i.c. par uh partner in crime tyler me tonight uh no tyler instead uh you know Octavius is hanging out.
1: <laughs> the police often question him just because they find him interesting.
0: I don't want to do that. But, uh, yeah, he's uh, moved in. He's upgraded, actually, from this chair over yeah. here to now he's in the Tyler Mee spot, yeah. And uh, but definitely had to uh, make a point that that is not Tyler Mee, in case anybody were to get confused. Well, if
1: it was a uh, stand-up of Ed Sheeran, then I wouldn't have questions. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but- I don't get Octavius and Tyler mixed up yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, not yet. I yeah. mean, it's you know, a lot of people watch this this show drunk. Yeah. And um they might think, why has Tyler got that somewhere? on. <laughs> <laughs> when did well, he start dressing so nice? No, well it is Tyler's. So. <laughs> this is this is the be- the kind of behavior we can learn to expect from Tyler Me. It is 100%. with uh, with the baby coming. Yeah. With the baby coming. So a little personal day here. Yeah. A little family day. Um yeah. no harm in that. No. No harm in not. that. That's Look, we work one day a week. Yeah. I mean just one out of seven. But if that one day happens to be the day that you need a day off.
1: They're not having the baby today, right? No. Okay. I was gonna say no. I, I know I'm being like, you know, out of the whole loop and everything, but like You're not out of the loop, are you? That baby's doing October. Okay, I I knew they were having a baby. I, yeah. I didn't know. How long okay. they waited to tell Baby people. Baby exists.
0: <laughs> Check. I got that. And how they're made. <laughs> yeah. I think. We, we jealous? Huh? Uh, Tyler's never told me. It's a stork. Yeah, just drop it off. How do they know when it's coming? Uh, the stork. How does a stork <laughs> know? <Yeah. laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our, my guest in studio tonight, longtime friend of the show, great person, great human, even better podcast Guest, uh, all those things. Give it up, Mr. Kyle Killinger. Um, thank you, thank you, thank I you. I hate being me. the only person applauding. It's like it's okay. it's just, I miss him so much. I know. Well, we'll have a good episode. In I almost didn't do the show tonight. I almost yeah. texted you and said yeah, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, but I then I was like, you know, no, we can do it. I'm going to do we'll it. We'll carry it. I'm going to do carry it. it. So got Kyle in the studio tonight. Uh, of course, <clears throat> you know. I have to tell this story that, that happened to us about 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. I've been here. I got here about probably 6.45 tonight. And it, What time is it? And it's 8.13. Okay. I got here about 6.45. And Joe's uh, Cho, acting like Tyler's dead. Tyler would want the show to go on. <laughs> the show must go. Oh, okay. He he would, too. He would, too. Dalton Zuckus. <laughs> I did not write that song. Right. Was but born uh, yet. I got here about 645 and I'm sitting here doing odds and ends shit, you know, just kind of getting ready for the podcast. And lo and behold, I'm like, man, it's awful close to eight o'clock. Where is Kyle? Now I get a text message from Kyle. Hey buddy, where are you at? In my head, I'm like, where are you? Like I'm here. But I I didn't say that because it instantly occurred to me that I do not have a car at the studio. Kyle didn't see the Acadia, thus nobody's here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, sat in yeah. the parking lot
0: for But I, like, but I was minutes. here. I was waiting on you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> waiting on you to get here. So, eh, here we are. Here we are. We're we'll the, so, we'll the thing. Wednesday night, dude, what's new? I know you've got, always got things going on. What's new with oh, you?
1: Man, my brain has just been working overtime on what things I should do. Things you should do? You know, things I want to do. Okay. Yeah. Same. Uh, gotta, I got to narrow down some things. I, uh, <clears throat> Had Some things come up because we're having a shutdown in July. Yeah, it's not the typical week I normally get off, but it's still a whole week. Thinking about taking a small road trip to um, Maryland, uh, North Carolina, and Florida. And back. really, yeah, a little one for just to just, get, just to get away, just to get away, yeah. a little vacation. Yeah. Um, I looked at them at the dates, and uh, I actually will be going. I was regardless of shutdown, I was going to be going to uh. South Carolina anyways, for a weekend because uh, my friend is getting ready to retire from the Marine Corps. Nice. Um, he's a major. And uh, no, I take that back. Yeah, no, he's a major. Okay. He would have been He would have been put up for uh, Lieutenant Colonel, but he decided to step out after, I don't know how many years, 23 years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So decided I was going to go down and uh, see his uh, retirement ceremonies. He came to D.C. and watched me finish my
0: run. So I felt like that's I pretty go. cool. I yeah. should go see him retire. So eye for an eye, yeah, fair enough. Know, but so now you talked about Maryland. Did you run through Maryland at in, in
1: DC? Yeah, okay, just parts. I mean, yeah, technically I was in Maryland, yeah, but okay, more so like uh, Virginia.
0: Okay, and so then, like I, I didn't know. Did you did you approach DC from south or north or directly from the west? It was from the west.
1: Okay, yeah, I had something about it. I was like,
0: yeah. Cause I didn't, I didn't that I, I knew. Like, we followed basically. You were in Pennsylvania, I think. Did you ever run through Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's why that was a lot, lot of Pennsylvania, yeah. So, <laughs> that's where it really sucked. You were there, and then it kind of started. I don't know what happened, but it kind of started that we didn't communicate as much. I think you were just like grinding, like you're ready to get this done, yeah. Um, and uh, it
1: was getting cold too, yeah. <laughs> I imagine got, in those mountains, it got cold pretty quick, right?
0: But, uh, So, Maryland's a nice place. What part of Maryland are you thinking? Baltimore. I have a friend that lives in Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay, stay in the harbor. Yeah, yeah. Stay in the harbor. That's that's what I've been told about Baltimore. You're in the harbor, or you're dead. Yeah. So I'll probably be staying with him. Good luck. Yeah,
1: he lives in a safe neighborhood. (laughs) Okay, but uh, he's been asking me for a while to come out and just hang out. If I ever couldn't get out, so I'm like. I got a whole week off, so I might spend a
0: couple days there. And I'm told Baltimore is actually a pretty cool place. Yeah, I've never like once got you to get down at, you know, Down near the <clears> harbor. Yeah. Um, See his pace. Is a, is a neat place. Yeah. Joe Compton, congrats, sir, from a retired corporal. So I will go. let him know. Thanks, Joe. Forward that uh, congratulatory. Joe Compton texted me. actually called me earlier today. Yeah. He's got new ideas for the show. It's what I love about Joe. Yeah. Joe's always got new ideas for the show. He's like, here's what you got to do on Mind Snacks yeah I'm like,' all right, Joe, yeah. and then he texted me the idea, and I'm not gonna share it, yeah, but he texted me the idea um tonight when I was out here, and I was like, that actually seems pretty fun, so oh, yeah. Joe Compton coming with a with what I would say is a better idea than Casey's pizza, but maybe maybe not, I don't know, I loved it when we had Joe on when he come home from Kuwait, yeah. That was cool. Yes, it was awesome. Then we had him in here one night. We had Casey's Pizza and Lone Star Beer. I don't know why, but I felt poor. (laughs) And I know that's not the case. Right. But I just was like, felt dirty. You felt dirty. I feel like, yeah, I'm a little, like, I feel dirty. Which, from my understanding, is the way Joe likes it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, have you met him? Right.
1: (laughs) Um, But congratulations, Joe. I saw your comment. Sober since April 8th.
0: Congrats, dude. That's awesome. You can, you can do it. And keep it up, man. Was that not your, uh, Joe, was that not your your graduation party, April 8th? Because I think he got so hammered at his graduation party that he can't stomach it again. And, and yeah, if that's I, the choice you're making, awesome. Whatever, Regardless the week, of why, congrats. Yeah, awesome. right. But regardless like, of why. Look.
1: If it was that, then you must have got pretty hammered.
0: Well, there was all kinds of stories. I'm talking about retirement party. Sorry. Not graduation party. I did fuck that up. Correct, Joe. Thank you. Your retirement party. Was that what that was? April 8th? Tell us in the comments. But apparently Joe was so wasted. Apparently he met a woman and he's never been able to reconnect with her since then because he barely remembers meeting her. But he knows his party, but but he knows he was impacted. Did you ever meet Mrs. Wright, Joe? Did you ever finally figure out who it was? I don't know who she is. Oh, he's so drunk. Then, does no
1: one else there know who she was? Did she just like float in like a, a gypsy and just disappear? I guess she was the neighbor. Go back to the neighbor's house and be like, are you Mrs. Wright? Or Miss Wright? Do you want to be Mrs. Wright?
0: Remember that time?
1: <laughs>
0: we shared, we shared moments. Okay. <laughs> there were moments shared. But uh, if you're just joining the program, Tyler, me out tonight, personal day, Kyle Killinger here in the studio, hanging out with me. We're going to have some conversation. We talked about uh, what, you know, some of the things we should talk about. We We talk about whatever you want. We thought with with Tyler gone. Anything's on the table. (laughs) Well, Tyler's never taken anything off the table. That's mostly me. But uh, it's like, you want to talk about Ted Nugent? Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about we could oh, talk about whatever. There was really no plan. So I had a plan at uh Savannah of Gatorland is Joe's next. Savannah, I, Savannah of
1: Gatorland. I've not seen that or heard of that well, one. Who is that? Is that Gatorland a show? Aaron knows her parents. Her parents are his neighbors. okay. Sober me says I'm good being
0: single. I agree. Okay. I agree, Joe. Same. Heck yeah. Same. Heck yeah. Single life. It's where it's at, says the married it's, it's, man. It's better for me. <laughs> it's better for everyone else, too. I promise like, it really is. Um the married life is working for me. It's and working. Yeah. It's working well. I I am I'm enjoying my family. Yeah. And that's we good. have our ups and downs and our roller coasters. Right. But I will tell you this there is value in uh in the single life too. Yeah. There's value in it. And if you don't if you think that's where you're better off, then you're probably right, yeah, then you're probably right. I got to a point where I was in it for so long, I was single for so long, I was like, all right, it's time to do something right and then then I met a five foot two ball of fucking fire. <laughs> I'm mean, dude, people always ask me like what our life's like at home. It's a constant fucking roast, and it's her roasting me. Like I mean, every fucking day, right? Every fucking day, I'm reminded that I'm old. I would I would give you shit too. I'm called Pappy. Mm. I, today I came home. My feet hurt. Plantar fasciitis is starting to act up again. Yeah, that's fun stuff. It's not fun. I know. It's not fun it's at all. Yeah. I. Um, so I lost some weight last time I had it, and it helped. Well, now I've gained a bunch of weight, and here we are. Let me know when I need to put in the vacation day for my idea, please, Sean. I'll let you know, Joe. I don't. I'm thinking two weeks from today is what I'm thinking, but I'm not uh, positive on that yet. I think two weeks from today is when mm-hmm. we're going to do that, Joe. I like the idea. I'm curious. I want to know. Yeah, do two weeks from today. Let's just do that. Let's just write it down. Just Let's get it. you back send out it. here. Send it. <clears throat> He's sober now, so I don't have to be presented with another lone star. There you go. You know, speaking of sober, where are you at?
1: Uh, somebody asked me right before the show. I am two years, three months, and in like two hours, I'll be seven days. So uh, that's 826 days. That's crazy. Never in my life would I thought I'd be there, be here doing that's that. That's crazy. That and, and enjoying that.
0: And I don't think you're a guy that had a drinking problem. I did. You thought you did? I did. See, I and and that's I, the, I never saw that part of you. That's the thing because no one knew how bad it was. Yeah. Now, what I did do yesterday was I was combing through old Mind Snacks videos with you on because I was trying to find when we did the Beast Challenge. Oh, yeah. I created a reel yesterday because that was the whole thing. I wanted to create a reel. Uh, stretches, Sean, that's the only way for playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Last time it sucked. Go buy a tennis St- ball. Stretches make it go away. I've got tennis balls and golf balls that I use for that. Um, stretches make it go away. Also losing, will- <laughs> losing weight will help it stay away. I mean, I've I just, I've just that. ballooned. I've, I, I used to always just maintain weight, maintain weight, maintain weight. And then all of a sudden last month, last six weeks. Just ballooning. I've gained, like, 15 pounds.
1: Yeah. I'm like, shit. I got to do something. I've gained a lot since my first surgery. Yeah. S- September.
0: Right. i gained a lot. I hate it. But I was combing through Mind Snacks footage, and I saw where you showed up for my birthday, mm-hmm. and you had, like, a Party in the USA shirt on, which I also own that same shirt. Mm-hmm. And just seeing you, like, with the long, straight hair, and I was just, I was mind blown. I was like, fuck, that's Kyle. Who is that guy? Yeah. It's not me no more. And then, of course, I made the reel yesterday, which if you, uh, people need to start watching the reels, okay? On the Mind Snacks Facebook page, we're making reels now, okay? We're trying to. I've seen a couple of them. Trying to win this social media game yeah. is what I'm trying to do. It's not going well. <laughs> it's two days it's in. Tough, it's a tough game. Two days in, it's not going well. But uh, I ended up finding a um footage from the one chip challenge and yeah. which is the last time you drank yeah it was yeah. um and you're of course it was halloween episode we didn't sell the halloween episode very well you however showed up as jesus right Imagine that. right yeah. and uh and i got to thinking about it as i was i was clipping you know <clears throat> video for this reel i was like holy shit that's the last time he drank yeah i'd like to watch that again sometime Jaden says that's easy challenge. Which challenge? The one chip? Yeah. The one chip, this guy had no problem with it. Yeah. I didn't do it. The you next should, time the next time we do it, I will. You should. I'm told the chip's hotter. Of course, you did the chip the last one. You got the, the chip that was supposedly hotter. So I said I just fucking said supposedly. The chip that was supposedly hotter. Yeah. And you put hot sauce on it. Yeah. Sure a fucking animal. But you had no problems with it. It's okay. I mean,
1: a lot of it's just a lot of that stuff's just mindset. Like, yeah, it's really hot. Don't get me wrong. But doing this whole crazy faces and snotting at my nose and shit is not going to make it any
0: better. You've done a lot of the hot stuff. What's the hottest thing you've ever eaten? Of all the of all the challenges, what's the hot? What's the worst one? The worst one or the, or the hottest? Because
1: I don't know what the hottest one is. The worst one I ever did. Was I ate the uh, the world's hottest sausage? It was called the Valhalla Death Sausage. It had like sixteen different peppers in it. Yeah, it was amazing. But I had let it, I let it spoil, and I didn't know it until after I ate it. Oh, and it came back out. Oh, both ends. This is it just as hot? It was so much hotter coming back out. No shit. Both ends.
0: Oh, that's terrible. I, I
1: had like I was puking all night long. I was I actually did it on our podcast when we were doing the podcast, Full Metal Craniators. And I had to like call in the work the next day because I was still puking when I had to get up to go to work. Jesus, I was shaking. Oh, it was horrible. God, hottest it's, thing?
0: Uh, it was the
1: hottest. Man, I don't know. Were the were the nuts hot? Yeah, the nuts were uh, the nuts were up the, there. Uh, what are they? The death
0: nuts or whatever?
1: I did the death nut challenge and then uh, the tube of terror. The tube of terror. That's what that I That's That was probably the hottest thing I've ever eaten. Yeah, and that was I could I barely got through that. Yeah. And I I couldn't do it without drinking. Like, that was just – I got, like, halfway through maybe. I don't remember if it was halfway, but I couldn't do it without drinking. And then even dr- drinking doesn't help it at all.
0: No. That's what – You basically need bread or some shit like that. Yeah. But – but like, There's got, different things that you can use, but nothing will take it away immediately. Yeah. I've, I've done a couple of different ones now here. Yeah. And I don't think it's anything that's ever been that hot. But there was one sauce that we had that, that – I thought it was going to put me in my grave. I thought it was done, and nothing helped. Yeah, nothing helped. I could drink whatever I wanted. I could eat whatever I wanted. Didn't matter. Didn't help.
1: There are certain things you can do, like if if you can just swallow it, and that's the best thing to do. Don't sure. Let, don't, don't let, let it, it touch, touch anything. Anything, but
0: but that's not the point.
1: Yeah, if it's one of the, like
0: that's not a lot of the people game. Make,
1: where a lot of people make mistakes with that ch- the chip challenge is they'll lick their lips or they'll they'll bite it with their you know. Get it on their lips, and that's that's worse to me than the than the mouth heat. Yeah. Let my mouth my lips be on fire because there's nothing I mean, you can drink and the drink's not gonna touch that. Right. But I have the uh the toe of Satan at the house. I haven't tried yet. You tried the gummy bear. I have two of them at the house. Damn. My my son is begging me to let him try one. And I was like, I won't I will not let you try one of those. <laughs> I was like A, your mom would kill me. Two, yeah, no, I don't feel no. He's too young for that, I think. Yeah. I mean he's only almost he's almost eleven, but He likes spicy stuff, but I'm like, this isn't just spicy, dude. This is like going to ruin gummy bears for you forever.
0: This is meant to
1: harm your fucking mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I won't I won't let a little kid try that because I don't think I'm because I don't want it to ruin gummy bears for me because that's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite things,
0: too. But I did find out that I could ruin sour candy for myself. How's that? So, when we went to on the cruise in March, we drove to Florida to Port Canaveral and we stopped at all the Bucky's, mm-hmm. always stopped and got snacks I've and shit there. like that. Never been to Bucky's. Never been. I want to go. Interesting experience, Bucky's. My wife will cross states to go to Bucky's. Yeah. She loves it. I, know I have a bunch of friends that are all about it. I've never been. She will literally redirect herself four hours out of the way. To go to Bucky's, right. and I don't get that. It's cool. Don't get right. me wrong. It's a gigantic gas station with like everything you could ever want. They're shopping. It's all big, one big room, but they've got all kinds of food. Um, they've got packaged food, fresh food. Like it's it's cool. Yeah, you walk in and the place, they make their own uh, cashews and nuts and shit there. So the place just smells like warm. I wouldn't know, but nuts can't smell anything still. Not since I was, like, 15. Goddamn.
1: Not COVID, though.
0: Yeah. That, that's pre-COVID. Yeah. That's pre-COVID. But it's it's amazing. I bet. It looks cool. At the same time, I don't necessarily get the hype yeah. behind Bucky's. Like, okay, cool. Like, I'd wear a T-shirt. Yeah. I took a picture with their their little beaver or whatever. I thought that was cool. But that was it. Like, I'm good. I don't need to go to another one. Yeah, You know, I will if it's at the exit where I need gas. Yeah. Not going to redirect yourself four hours ago. No, 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 no. But so we stopped at Bucky's, stopped at all these other places, and I bought sour candy everywhere you could possibly think to buy sour candy. Everything I got. I'm going to try some. I want to find more sour shit. Let's find the most sour shit we can find. Went to Bucky's. Let's find the most sour shit they have. So much sour candy consumed that when we got off the cruise and got headed back home, they were like, you we want to stop and get more sour candy? I was like, no. <laughs> Never. To this day, dude, that's been two months ago. Yeah, My yeah. wife bought um, Nerd Clusters today, one of my favorites. Get that shit Not away shit. from me. Sour Patch Kids, get that shit away from me. I've ruined myself for sour candy. I don't know how long it's going to last Yeah, because I fucking love sour candy. My, my kid, she's always like, hey. Happy Father's Day. Here's some sour candy. Yeah. Like, sweet. I've ruined sour candy for myself. That's crazy. Yeah. Not a fan. Because I, I know how much I love it, but I don't I don't want any part of it. Yeah. So same could apply for gummy bears. You eat a gummy bear that destroys your life.
1: I may not. <sighs> I, like, uh, my roommate, uh, he asked, he's like, would you ever like pull a prank on somebody with that? I was like, no. Like, it would be funny if I knew the person could handle it.
0: It'd be funny, but.
1: I would I would feel horrible because there's I know a lot of people don't like spicy stuff and they're like oh yeah they're you know had a long day at work just get home I'm gonna relax oh there's a, a, a bowl of gummy bears sitting on, on, on the coffee table grab a handful and just like ruined your whole day I would be yeah. so up I would be mad if somebody did it to me even though 100%. I like spicy stuff I'd get a laugh at it later don't get me wrong but
0: no braid now I'm not a White Sox fan now I've got lots of MLB T shirts uh, baseball over everything. I got, I got a lot. I, I want to go, go to a Cubs game with you. Oh, man. I need to get to Wrigley this year. I've never been. I need to get to Wrigley. But uh, they'll be in Cincinnati again real soon. So... It's not the same. It's not. Cincinnati's a cool ballpark, though. Is it? Yeah, it's a cool ballpark. Um, and they've got Cincinnati food, which I absolutely love. Right. Um, But it's not the same as Wrigley. You no, know, Wrigley is definitely a... It's like church. Yeah,
1: <laughs> for I went, me, I went to a uh, a Padres game when I was in San Diego. I went to a Giants game when I was in San Francisco. Sweet, uh, but that's I think it's the thing. It's only
0: professional. I would like to go. Um, the Giants' field is. I think the the a- is I think it's AT and T Park or something, whatever it is in San Francisco uh, with the Cove. Yeah, over uh, the right field, over the right field bleachers. I think it'd be pretty cool. Wrigley is a shithole. Okay, Braden. You can go fuck yourself. We will fight. For those of you listening on the podcast, I am currently fighting with my friend Braden, who just called Wrigley Field a shithole. That's like... It's okay, Braden. You can be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Now, here's what people mean when they say that. Because they have valid points. I mean, Chicago is. Even the part of Chicago Wrigley's in, though, is not. Right. It's, right. it's yeah. awesome. But here's, here's what people mean when they say that about Wrigley Field. It's not comfortable. Right. At all. Um, if you are seating, uh, seated in the lower part but up too far under the upper deck, you will likely have some sort of your view obstructed by a column. Right. Um, it's old. I mean, there's, I mean yeah. there's a couple of bathrooms where you still piss in troughs. But as much renovating as they've done, they've tried to maintain a lot of that old character Yeah, because of what it is. Exactly, yeah. Um, to somebody who didn't, like, I don't think there's anybody, including Braden, who wasn't, like, jacked to go to Wrigley for the first time. Right. But for people to not want to go back that aren't Cub fans or, like the, I can understand how people would be soured by a Wrigley Field experience if it meant something else to them. It means something completely different to me. Right. So I I get where people, a lot of people say that. I get where they're coming from. Yeah. But on my fucking podcast, you will not call Wrigley Field a dump ever again. Blocked piece of shit. <laughs> Braden, it's always nice to hear from you, though. Always good to hear from you. Do you know Braden? I don't think so. Yeah, good people, good people. It's the experience and the history, of course. So I like when I went to Wrigley. The, not the first time, but I went the first time I ever took a tour. We got with this tour guide, who admitted to us that he was a White Sox fan. Instantly, I'm like, you don't know shit. So there was a small group of us, about twenty, taking this tour. It's a game day tour, so you don't get to go in the dugout or clubhouse. But it's still a neat tour. But they're asking all these questions. And every question they're asking, I'm like,
1: you pick me, pick me, pick me,
0: pick me. But nobody else was raising their hand. Nobody. So every time they're like, all right, guy. I'm (laughs) like, oh, I know the answer. And I got them all right. And there was even one occasion where he said something, and it was, not wrong what he said, but there were more details he could have included about certain things he said. Yeah. And I made sure to include them. <laughs> yeah. And then come for his job. They man. don't let me go on the tour anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. But uh but yeah, I was that nerd that was like, Oh, I know, I know. And my, and of course the person I was with at the time, my ex wife, she was like, I fucking hate you. Why would you like, shut up? And I'm like, Yeah, Let's take a no. tour. No. No, uh, I know the answer to that shit. Uh, can you call me? Because uh, you're probably going to get it wrong. And <laughs> some idiot in this group of 20 is probably going to get it wrong, and we don't have time for that shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, one thing I've never gotten to do that I want to do is go into the scoreboard. That would be neat. That's an exclusive fucking tour, though. Really? You got to know somebody. Huh. You have to know somebody and get a, get, a, get a complete hookup to go into the scoreboard. That scoreboard's been operated by the same family since it was put up. Really? Yeah. And they don't wow. just let anybody in there see that fucking operation. That's cool. Cuz yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about the yeah. big green center field scoreboard. Yeah. That's a fucking 100% manually done scoreboard. Like there's a team of people in there that everything that that's goes on, fucking, on that scoreboard I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Same family has done it since that scoreboard was put up. Wow. Oh. That's my kind of like bucket list. Like that's the one thing. Like I could go to Chicago any off game day and buy a clubhouse tour. I'd love to go to the clubhouse. I've never been, yeah. but I could. I could. You can go buy that whenever you want. You get a scoreboard tour. That's you. You have to know somebody. Right. You have to know a hookup or or get some sort of inside information, uh, piggyback on someone's invitation, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That will be my. That will be my uh, my Everest. Is to see the inside of the Wrigley Field scoreboard. Well, I'll put that in my notes. So I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people. I can't believe that comment still. Just I wish people would make comments so that Braden's comment goes away. I don't need Wrigley as a shithole just hanging out just there in I'm the just comments, staring
1: at you in the face.
0: Because every time I look at it, it triggers me. You know what happens when I get triggered? <laughs> Volume increases. <laughs> You know what's wrong with – never mind. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I'll tell you what else is wrong with this fucking country. This shit happens. I spilled – I can't get over this. I spilled – and I I would show you in the camera, but it would be very difficult. I spilled a bunch of Frank's Red Hot on my right leg today at work. And every time I look down, there it is. You're like, damn it, Frank. Chilling right there. Frank's Red Hot. Frank's uh, – also, spoiler, uh, three more comments there, Braden. Also, spoiler, uh, Ziggy's uh, buffalo sauce is Frank's Red Hot. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little nugget all that let out. Damn it. I know.
1: I know. That, you got to keep that shit locked down, uh, man, like, like the
0: Krabby Patty recipe, man. Ah, uh, people put that shit on everything. That's right.
1: <laughs> I got to do the uh, tour of the Cowboy Stadium when I ran through there.
0: Yeah, so – That was amazing. Tell me about that because I've never asked – oh, God – He's doing no. his best. One more, Braden. <laughs> One more. What? What a guy! What a guy! <laughs> now, Rob, 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 is a, Rob is a Cardinals fan. Yep. Um, so he doesn't want to hear that shit either. Um, you know, Braden, I know Adam is a Cardinals fan. Are you a Cardinals fan too? Because man, that would be really unfortunate. Considering they can't keep a stadium around. <laughs> <laughs> we need that's when you need the crickets. <laughs> no, I actually actually now that you say that I remember that. Don't get me started on the fucking White Sox ballpark. Okay. The ballpark itself might be nice. The train ride there will get you murdered. You have to take a train there? Um pretty much. I think it's probably the safest way. I wouldn't leave my car anywhere near that ballpark. Um, I don't know if I've been on that side or not. So um, if I have, it's been a long time. So that that ballpark is in a is in a pretty sketchy area. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm nothing, nothing, nothing like uh, Frank Thomas and the White Sox. I got no issue. Look, I was happy as hell in 2005 when the White Sox won the World Series. Finally, somebody in yeah. Chicago got one. That's the
1: year I graduated
0: <laughs> in 2005. Yeah, fuck, you're young. 18, is it 18 years? Is it you're young or I'm old? We are getting older. Jesus. You tell me you graduated in 2005. Listen, my wife was born in 1993. I vividly remember 1993. I remember 93. Vivid memories of 93. I lost an elementary school basketball championship game in 1993 that I haven't all the way gotten over. <laughs> yeah. You want to know really, how? You, I, I can, believe it. I can prove that I'm not all the way over it. I believe you. I can name probably six or so of the players that were on the Parkside Elementary team that beat us. I think I've, I think you've, I've heard this story, actually. I tell this story often because I can't get it out of my brain. We lost 33 to 30. Okay? This is a sixth-grade basketball game that happened in 93, and I can't let it go. I can't. And this your, might, your wife was born in This 93? might have been when I peaked. Actually that happened before she was born. This was January of ninety three, <laughs> February of ninety three maybe. My wife was born in September. <laughs> but uh but yeah, so this is I I I I deserve all the comments I get at home, the pappy, pappy. shit <laughs> and, and all that. It's good times. It's real yeah. good times. But uh what she loves the best is the CPAP machine that I don't hardly ever use. Yeah. This is I'm we're getting fucking old Kyle. I know Kyle. Every this day. month,
1: this month is 18 years since I graduated 18 years. That blows my mind.
0: This would be my, what this year was 24. Yeah. 24. Yeah, yeah. It was 99. Yeah. 24 years. That should have been easier math. Now that I think about it, that should have been way easier math, but yeah, 24 years out of high school. Now, <laughs> where are
1: those, where that, where's that time went, man? Yeah, but I think that uh, I've turned my life around. I got to do some pretty cool shit, though. You have done
0: awesome shit, and that, and I don't, do, and I don't do it to, to like to boast about, but like, no, I, I can't. But listen, and this is this is, I've been thinking a lot about this. One day, hopefully, you'll be on your deathbed. You'll know your time has come. I think about it every day, and you'll you'll be there, and you'll reflect on everything you did, and you have some awesome shit to reflect on, dude.
1: I'm, I'm I hope, I hope that I'm just getting started too, because like I yeah. got like, at some point it's like, what else can I do to top that? It's not about topping that. It's just like, what else can I do to
0: put something in my mind when I'm on my deathbed? Like, hey, I remember that. To continue, you, you. you did that. You did that. I was I was. uh I heard this a long time ago, and it, it, it resonated with me. Um, Kind of spend your whole life writing your own eulogy. Yeah. Write, write your own fucking story. Because one day, you're going to look back at everything and be like, did I fucking live? Yeah. That's the only thing I want to know. Yeah. Did I live?
1: That that dash between your year of birth and your death, year, death date. And you're getting happens, ready. What happens in that 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 dash dash.
0: yeah and you're getting ready to tell me about your tour of cowboy stadium and you ran through did you run through cowboy stadium i I was running through uh because i know texas took care of you when you got to texas
1: they did texas it texas took me the longest but texas took the best care of me well better than indiana
0: do you know texas was hey we tried (laughs) (laughs) we tried real hard yeah um, Texas takes a long
1: time to drive through, so. And I didn't go, like, I could have went just on the top part and just went straight through. Sure. Or I could have even, like, missed Texas altogether. Well, you went down into Texas to meet a friend, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Parents, a, parents of a parents friend. Parents of a friend, yeah.
1: Yeah, he had a uh, guy I went to boot camp with. Um, to, I, I can never remember his first name because we never knew each other's first names, but right. uh, his name was Ted Moody. He had passed away. I forget what year it was, and I didn't know he had passed away. Um, I had found out on Facebook because I wished him a happy birthday on Facebook, right. and his mother messaged private messaged me, and she said, "I don't know how you know my son, but he passed away." And I felt like an asshole. You shouldn't have, but I didn't know. You know, hindsight. You know, but and uh, I, was, I I messaged her back, and I was like, "I'm so sorry, I didn't know. I would have never said that." Um, I went to boot camp with your with your son. Um, we were in the same platoon. Blah 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 blah. I remember him like one of the people that stood out the most in boot camp cuz he was like 6 foot 5 right. and everybody else was like maybe maybe 6 foot and but he was like the funniest dude always trying to make people laugh when we were trying when we couldn't laugh he's always across the, bay, the squad bay from us trying to make us laugh and getting us in trouble but um yeah when i got cuz he they lived in Grand Barry, Texas um southwest of uh Dallas and uh i got there And the whole town showed up. Like his dad is a sergeant major in the army, so he told everybody and their brother they showed up. Sure, it was a little bit bigger than Hope, but it was a a town square like that. Yeah, where I ran into. And when I got done, one of the one of the ladies that was there, she's like, "Hey, a little Texas hospitality," and hands me a beer. And I was like, "I really appreciate that, but I don't drink." And she's like, "What?" I was
0: like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't drink."
1: But can you believe I'm doing all this sober? Yeah, right. Um, but like Texas was such amazing. Like I met so many good people there. But when I got to, uh, what's the, I can't remember the name of the town that Cowboy Stadium is in. It's not Dallas. Arlington. Oh uh, yeah. Um, it's I my route from Granbury to Oklahoma City was basically straight through there, and I was like, I told Mike, my, my driver, and I was like, Hey, I want to go take a detour over there to see two things. I said I want to go see Cowboy Stadium, even if we can't take a tour. I said I want to see it. And uh I am not psychic, but Granberry was amazing. And I'm not just saying that to like
0: yeah to make it No, it was no, the whole was, thing. Like they were he was on the news and shit. Yeah, like, it was a big deal. Like, yeah. when you stopped in Granberry.
1: Yeah. Uh, I stayed there for a couple of days. I was like three days, I think. Um I got uh I, oh that was what was one of the worst things too um before I get to the stadium. When I got to Granbury, the next day, I went and got a. Somebody paid for me to get a massage by a professional therapist, or whatever. I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great. I love this." You've thing. been
0: running across states. You got hammer toe and shit, and you're like, Dude. "Here you go, fucking get it."
1: <laughs> and he was like, um, "Do you care how like how hard I? This sounds really weird. How hard how hard I go on your leg?" And I was like, "Dude, whatever you want, go ham, go yeah, go all the way if you want." He's like, "All right, so see that lube while it? he did while he was doing it, it felt great." I left, and the next morning I could not get out of bed for three days. Really, my legs would not bend. My calves locked; would wow. n- would not bend. I could not walk for three days, hardly. But like I was there for the weekend, anyways, so it wasn't. like I had to. I didn't right. miss any time running. But um, I that was probably the worst my legs have ever hurt in my life. Like really, hands down. Because after a massage, yeah, the the, the, the morning after. He's like, yeah, you might be a little sore. Here's some cream, you know, rub it on your legs. It, it'll help with the soreness. I'm like, all ah, right, that's cool. I'm used to it being sore, but no, could not, could not bend my leg at all. That's wild. But uh, got to Arlington, and uh, Mike's not. Didn't really want to go see it. I was like, oh, he's like, I'll just hang out here in the RV and map out, you know, the next couple stops. Blah blah blah. It's like, all right, cool. So I went in there and <clears throat> I asked the lady. I was like, How, can I? Where do I sign up to do a tour? And she's like, "Oh, you have to go on your phone. Blah blah blah. Scan this uh, QR code, and you'll you're good to go." Went through all the steps, and I was waiting. They're like, "We have about ten minutes for the tour starts." And uh, there was a security guard, a big, huge security guard, standing in the corner. And uh, I went over and asked him a question. I don't remember when I asked him. I might ask him where the bathroom was or something. And he's like, "Man, you're awful sunburned. Why is your face so red?" I'm like, "Um, I'm running across the country, you know." He's like, "What?" Sat there and talked to him for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Like they wait, they they held the tour because I was talking to him still about it, and he was like, "That's amazing, you know, and what I was doing it for." And uh so he's like, "Come here and talk to me before you leave. I want to, I want to call somebody. Have them have you talked to them?" I'm like, okay. So went on the tour, and that that place was built in two thousand seven. Yeah, something, something it's, like it's that. been. I'm not exact year, but yeah, within the last twenty years. Yeah. That place looks like it was open yesterday. Yeah. Immaculate. There's not, like, the seats are like brand new. Like, the floor is spotless. It's it's crazy. Like, but we went all the way down to the field, got to walk on the field. They were having a draft party that day, too. Like, so half, like, a third of the field was blocked off, had tables and stuff. Yeah. But the other two thirds of the field was open. You could run around, take pictures, do whatever you wanted. And uh, that was really neat. Got to go in the cheerleaders' locker room. Both locker, you know, the Cowboys locker room and everything, right. and the press booth or the press press office box, whatever it's called, um, go through that. Got to go through everything, everything but Jerry's office, really, and and Jerry's elevator. He's got his own personal elevator, It's a one person elevator.
0: Huh.
1: That, but that place is like they were telling me like how much the uh, the AC units, what they could power if they were like powering houses, it would power like a whole city. That's sick. Just the air conditioners and the heaters, but like the TV in there, it was like state of the art, like. No one had a TV like that at that point because that's why it's AT and T Stadium because they get all the technology before anyone else does. Sure, because that's like he didn't care about the money like who who spawned like he had everybody throwing money to want to put their name on the building. He wouldn't want that, you know. And they made a deal with AT and T. I forget exactly what the you know specifics were, but something along the lines they get all the technology that AT and T gets before anyone else. Huh. But that place was so awesome. Yeah, I, I would. I would love to go back for a game. I'm not a huge like. I'm not into sports like I used to be like you are. Yeah, and but I would still love to go see a game there just to feel that. Sure.
0: Well, any place that holds a hundred thousand people. Yeah, has got to be fucking electric.
1: Yeah, because like I forget a four or five floors high. Because like, when you go in, you go down a level. Sure. Um, but then after that, I went and saw where Diamondback Darrell and Vinny Paul were buried.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: it's not wasn't far from there at all. Wow. Like Fifteen minutes or something like that. And I got to go. There's a couple other celebrities that are buried in that in that cemetery there, and that was I wanted to go see their their gravesites and stuff. It was really neat because people go and they'll throw guitar picks or change or right blunts or roaches, just throwing them out on the graves. It, it was really neat, just some something a little different. Right. And I was like, well, I'm I'm here, so I wanted to see it. Might as well. Yeah, but I mean, there's not a state that I didn't enjoy. Like even Missouri, there wasn't a lot in Missouri to do. In Illinois, there wasn't. Where my route was, it's still amazing though. Like just meeting the people in the small towns and like RV parks and stuff. I'll never, I would never got that anywhere else. Right. So
0: it's got to be an experience. Yeah,
1: that's why I, I can't wait to get my books done. Because like, there's like I could write, I could write a whole book about
0: that. Where's the pro? The, how's the process or the progress on the? It's
1: slow. Like? Um, I'm dragging my feet a lot because I'm just being. Lazy. You have
0: somebody writing it for you, correct?
1: Yeah, sort of. Okay. So we're. We're basically I'm telling the stories, and then we're transcribing everything, and then we're gonna they're gonna the editor is cutting everything out that's not needed. Okay. So it's it's a it's a long process because there are certain things that I want in the book that people will probably not really enjoy reading, but it's my book. Sure. You know, it's part of my story. That's why like it's not gonna be just a story about that.
0: You know, I don't. It's, I don't gotta know give what. me.
1: I've, I've gotta give you a backstory <laughs> of why. I'm where I am now.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what
1: people wouldn't want to read. Eh, it's not about necessarily not wanting to read. It's, it's more about myself. It's like letting myself be that vulnerable, Yeah, in front of people that I will never meet. Right. You know, people sure. that are going to read that I'll never meet. Like it's one thing to tell my friends, you know, the stupid shit that I've done and all the, all the crap that I've done, bad decisions and all that. But like, and going in detail and all that, you know, it's not just like, oh, yeah, I went to jail once. No. Yeah. I fucked my life up to where I thought that I couldn't fix it. You know, and it could have been a lot worse. I'm not saying there's a, people out there that have it way worse than I ever did. Sure. But, you know, I was on that road where it wasn't going to be very good if I kept going. And then there's certain things, small things even, like just that have like, all right, well, we're going to take a right turn here on this road right now instead of left. Because if you keep going left, you're going to just. Keep digging yourself in this hole. Sure, fine, man. All right. Man. Yeah, all right. For hardest thing is taking that first step. I'll take it right this time. Right. You know, enough of those, and here I am. I'm not not the best, but I'm I'm a hell of a lot better than I was. Right. Two, three, four, five, ten years ago.
0: Well, that's the goal, right? Yeah. I mean, you're only in competition and with I never, you, and I never lived like that
1: until now, like the past few years. I never cared about bettering myself or just trying to be better than I was the day before. Why? <laughs> Why was I not trying to do that? Right. You know, I wasted a lot of years just blending in and just going with the wave, going with the motions. And now I'm like, nope. I don't want to do that. You, go, you guys to. do that? That's cool, man. I'm gonna right. go do what I think I need to do. Sure. You know. And no no disrespect or anything, hate towards anybody that does things that I don't do. Right. That's that's what that's part of your story. Sure. You know. Um one of my good friends, the guy that I'm actually gonna go see at his retirement ceremony, his son. 18-year-old son had, uh, I think he said two or three strokes uh, a couple weeks ago. 18 years old. Three strokes. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, he's a senior in high school, and he's really upset, obviously. You know, that, would, that, would, that would change anybody's life. But 18 years old, he's asking all these questions, like, why is this happening to me and stuff? And I'm like, there's nothing you can tell anybody that's going to make things better when those things happen. Sure. And, you know, I had a good talk with his dad and um, – people have reached out to him and like, you know, as, as bad as this sucks right now, I was like, this is part of your story. He's like, this, this is going to help you later on in your life, you know? And we don't see that. There's so many things like I've, I've done like that, that are going in my book. Like I never seen what the, the, the good, not necessarily good, but what, what is this going to teach me that I can take later in my life and help somebody or help myself?
0: Hindsight's 2020. I think the what's up, Corey, how you doing brother? I think, uh, You know, as you're going through those things, and you don't really understand why you are where you are, what it is you're doing. Yeah, I think part of that is realizing that you don't get to you'll you'll eventually figure it out. Yeah, you know, because when you're young, you're just raw dog in life. Right, it doesn't seem like anything. It's it's nothing spectacular. You don't realize that you're molding yourself into what you're gonna be. Yeah, so. You just kind of take it all really, like you just kind of take it all for granted.
1: You do. Absolutely. You know, yeah.
0: The good and the bad. Like you just, you just write it off as just that. Ah, it's just another thing I did. Yeah. You know, but there's so much of that that goes into creating who you are today. Yeah. And Jesus Christ, if I could have a conversation with 15 year old me, there's a lot of things I would tell him. Yeah. But right. I think some things I wouldn't. Right. No, and that's the thing. Like people always ask if you could go back and change one thing,
1: what would it be? Nothing. Not a single thing. Right. Like, I don't like some of the things that I did, for sure. You know, I don't like some of the people that I spent a lot of my time with. I don't like some of the decisions that I made, you know. But chances are I probably wouldn't be here doing what I'm doing now. I
0: really, really would love 15-year-old me to know that, like, working hard at high school isn't hard. Right. You think It's the easiest thing they'll ever do. And I didn't do that. Right. And, you know, for a lot of years, I paid the price for that. Yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. Trust me. If you think this is hard, it only going to get worse. Yep. Like, other than that, no. I do the same shit. You got arrested? I've been I've been in jail twice. Really? Yeah. Fucking hard ass.
1: Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I have been arrested twice, and I've been in jail both times. But I think combined total of maybe less than three days.
0: Yeah. I, I would tell you the story when I got arrested. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? No. No, it's a good story. Um, <laughs> So I moved out east for a couple of years. And then when I came back, I had a North Carolina driver's license. And I was driving my friend JT's Fiero. He was in the pastor's seat. His license was suspended. Right. So when the cops ran his plate, It was attached to a driver who was suspended, so they pulled me over, right? The JT was in the passenger seat. I'm in the driver's seat with my valid North Carolina license. They take my license and they run it. And they come back and they say, "Huh, stayed out of the Army. Yeah, Lots of things. Shaped and molded you to who you are today, though, Robbins, right? Hockey sounds fun, but God, I think I'm too big of a pussy to play hockey. Hockey and like. Yeah, I am for sure. Those guys take fucking shots. But. Uh, so he takes my license, my North Carolina license, and he runs it in his car, comes back and he says, I need you to get out. Excuse me. 'Cause I needed you to step out of the car. And I was like, okay. It's kinda weird. Apparently, when I moved to North Carolina and got my North Carolina license, my Indiana license was never like washed away. Like if whether it was something I had to do or it was something the, the, the B of V e or D of V had to do, yeah. I just handed in my Indiana driver's license card, got my shiny new North Carolina one, it was to go so i thought yeah what what it ended up happening is that i had i didn't have two id cards but i i was the owner of multiple driver's licenses in multiple in multiple states right which is illegal is it it is i didn't know that it is and i got arrested for that (laughs) unbeknownst to me I had no idea that, A, that was even a thing, and, B, that I was part of that thing. Yeah, No clue. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going to jail. I called my mom, who always said she would never bail me out. She acted like she would have bailed me out that night because I didn't understand what was who going on. were you at? Bartholomew County. Oh, I was here? Okay. Yeah. That's, at least you weren't. The like, best jail ever. At
1: least you were in, like, Ohio or something. Right.
0: She acted like she would, but I was like, I don't want to owe you that money. I don't know what's going to happen. So I did 48 hours in BCJ. Yeah. For not a crime. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just the most confused person on the planet. My cellmate this is what confused me about jail. I am having like a back issue over here that I've been fighting the whole time. I don't you know just disregard that. My cellmate was on trial for murder. Yeah. My other cellmate had just gotten arrested for Grand Theft Auto. The guy on trial for murder had lived in this cell a while. He clearly was owner of the bottom bunk. Rightfully so. This other guy was like, hey, man, I'm going to get the top bunk tonight. You go ahead and get it tomorrow. I was like, okay. Because here I am, a 20-year-old quivering pussy who is in jail with a guy who murdered a person, and this guy who's, Grand Theft Auto, which sounds a lot worse than it really is. I mean, stealing a car is bad, right? But they can call it stealing a car. It's right. fucking theft. It's Grand Theft Auto, and what makes it Grand Theft? Whoa! I think it's the amount of money, the amount of valuation on what you took. So if you steal makes like it, a Ford, makes it Grand escort, Theft. It's right? Not grand Theft Auto anymore? Right. You steal my seventy-two Pinto. That's just petty theft. A piece of shit. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> You're still my Ultima. I mean, now you're talking Grand Theft Auto. So I'm sleeping on the floor first night. That sucks. And I didn't know any rules. The only things that I knew is I was not taking a shit in that toilet. Right. I wasn't doing it. It was not happening. I didn't care if it killed me. I wasn't doing it. That's the only thing that I had come up with in my head. I wake up at like 5 a.m. the next morning to a giant man. Covering me up with blankets and giving me extra pillows. I look up and I'm like, uh, hey. He's like, hey, man, I got this extra stuff. Might help you be more comfortable. The floor kind of sucks. I'm like, "Damn, yeah, man, pr- 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 appreciate you. And I'm like, fuck, am I this guy's bitch now? Like, is this my life? Like, is that is that how that works? Drop soap later. Oh, god damn. <laughs> I fucking definitely wasn't showering. It was, I knew I was only in there for two days. Right. Fuck that shower. Right. No. But I, i so the only size 12 orange flip flops they had were broken on the right toe. Of course. So, of course, like I got my flips, but my right flip had no fucking toe. <laughs> so, the, the, the first night I'm in there, I'm talking to the guy that I was on, that I was in the cell with. And I remember his name and everything, but I don't want to say it. Right. Um, he's probably still in prison. But uh, the first night I'm there, I'm sitting next to him. I'm, like, looking at the pictures. The guy who normally occupies the cell I was in is a guy I knew who's also on trial for murder. Man. So I'm like, in this bunk, you've got murder, 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 and then weird driver's license guy. Make make it make sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> gotcha. But he asked me. He goes, man, I've never seen you in here before. Like, what are you in for? It's like, I think it's technically driving while suspended, but I don't know. And right. He just kind of looked at me. I was like, oh, yeah. You're on that show 48-hour, aren't you? Oh yeah! You're trying to find out what's going on here. I 100% was like, I've never felt like a bigger bitch in my life. But for whatever reason, and I don't know why I did this. I'll never know why this came out of my mouth. I followed up his question, my answer with, why are you in here? Well, what did you do? Turns out he was just the getaway driver. All right. Uh So I'm like, all right. You could still be a stand up guy. Right. You're just helping your friends, right? Kill like this old lady. Like, total. Oh, I'm just fucking, I'm such a bitch, dude. I just shaking in my fucking flips the rest of the fucking time I was in there. The broken flips the rest of the time I was in there, dude. It was awful. And not because anything happened. Right. I did have a guy offer me a cigarette, which I'm a smoker. So I was like, Fuck yeah, I'll take a cigarette. Well, he comes in with paper and tobacco, which I'm fine with. What I was not fine with was this guy's rolling this cigarette up. I'm like, cool. Rolling a little cig, whatever, no big deal. And then he starts to lick in it. And he's like, like, just sloppy on it. And he's <laughs> like, lights it on fire to dry it up. I I'm, said, you know what? I think I'm good, dude. Now I'm gonna try to quit. I got 48 hours in here. If I don't smoke in here, I can get on the outside and not have a cigarette. But I think I'm nope. I'm never smoking again. <laughs> not doing it. That's the first fucking thing when I that, when I got out. That's the first thing I asked my mom for. I get out of jail. My brother has a sign. My brother's probably 16 at the time. He had made me a poster board sign that said "Welcome Home, Sean." You're now safe to pick up the soap. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. And he and my mom picked me up in the in the, in the uh, eighty four Cavalier convertible we had. I sat down. I said, "Fuck you, Corey," <laughs> and I immediately bummed a cigarette off my mom. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's my jail story, and it's just it's a story of just the biggest bitch on the planet is what it is like. I was horrified, dude. I w- during my phone call my mom. I promise you, I asked her, I was like, hey man, all that all that anal sex stuff, that's that's prison, right? Like this is county, right? <laughs> that's that's prison, right? This ain't this ain't <sighs> shit that goes on here.
1: A certain you know what my quickly. mom said to me? <laughs> what? I don't know. Huh. You're gonna find out. <laughs> the
0: fuck? <laughs> lie. Lie <laughs> to me. Lie, lie, help me somewhere. feel good. <laughs> Whatever you do, I'm telling you, don't come bail me out. And, and in hindsight, I should have had her bail me out because it would have got my money back because I went to court and didn't get nothing. I walked in. They were like, hey, man, this is kind of fucked up. I'm like, yeah. I was facing <laughs> I just spent two
1: days in jail with murder. I was facing
0: losing my license for a year. So when I found out I wasn't going to lose my license for a year, I quickly shut the fuck up no matter how mad I was. Right. You mean you did not discuss this with me? I 100% recall asking you this in my phone call. Mom, she want to go and comment. No, that didn't happen. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> I recall this. I was there. I've also, I've also over time uh, worked on a, a comedy sketch with this very story. Right. And of course, in every comedy sketch, there's embellishments and this and that. But I didn't embellish that part. That part was fucking true. You literally were like, I don't know. You cried and I told you I didn't have money for your bail. I don't, I told, I know for a fact I didn't want to owe you bail money. I definitely fucking cried. I would have, I don't, I'm not. I 100% no. was like a bawling little baby bitch because here's the thing like, I was a dog shit high school student, but I never did anything wrong. Nothing
1: to go to jail for, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, I, I would egg
1: some houses and teepee some trees. I
0: didn't do anything wrong. You know what I mean? I, I was out past curfew a time too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. I bought some condoms from the gas station condom dispenser for a time or two and decorated the bathroom with them. Right. Maybe I've done that. I feel we remember this day a little different. I remember this day vividly because it was a day that will forever live in infamy. <laughs> Pearl Harbor, 9-11, and the fucking day I got arrested.
1: Okay? I'll never forget when I got arrested the first the first time. I mean, it wasn't funny at the time, but the first time was the scariest for sure. What you... Do you mind? Can I get the story?
0: Or is that something you don't want to share? It'll be in the book. It'll be in the book. Okay. Yeah. All right. It'll be in the book. You know, I don't read books, right? It's going to be, in,
1: we're having an audio version.
0: Fuck yeah. Dude, that's, I'm not. That's the version I'll yeah. get.
1: Yeah. I'm actually having people talking me into doing a, a whole a documentary video, doing the book all in one video. And I'm like, I don't want to sit there and do that. We'll see. But yeah. we are doing an audio version. Because I want, I want people to hear that too. Because like. I'm one of those people that I'll get more out of listening to it than reading it. Yeah. And I know there's a ton of people out there that are the same way. So, so.
0: we have, and I want to know your, your take on this. That's interesting. Cause I know you listen to audiobooks like when you run and when you do things. Mm-hmm. So on uh the Burroughs applesauce podcast, which airs live on this fucking channel and the Burroughs applesauce Facebook page every other Monday night at 7. PM. Just so you guys know, be there. We, uh, We always discuss, because Derek is into audiobooks big time. Okay. So we always discuss, Mike thinks that's cheating. How's it cheating? He says, nah, you're supposed to read.
1: I can see where he's coming from. I can't. I can't because, I mean, I don't agree, but I can
0: see his, his view. The appeal to reading has always been when you read something, you get a better version of the story because the version of the story that you see was created by your own imagination. Right. Which is a beautiful thing. Some people's thing,
1: imagination sucks.
0: Which is a beautiful thing. However, you can do that with an audiobook. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, I listen to podcasts all the time about historical figures and this and that. And I've developed, over this 45-minute show, I've developed what these people look like in my head. And I, I, I see them, and I... <laughs> Mike <Tan laughs> Can't take jokes. On Burroughs Crapple Sauce. That's funny. <laughs> Ah, but I've, I I put this together in my head, and I see this story how I feel like it would unfold. Right. And I'm, and with audiobooks, it's the same thing. Yeah. And I feel like I almost get more from an audiobook. 100%. That's why
1: like, I tell people to listen to the David Goggins book. Because, A, there are things in the audio version that are not in the book. Right. And to me, I developed, I re, I got more out of that story by them telling it to me and me listening so to it. So who narrates that book? Uh, Adam Skolmick, the guy who is Ghostwriter. Okay. So Adam will narrate the chapter, and then at the end of the chapter, they do a cor- sort of like a podcast at the end where they break down that chapter and they'll dive into a it little, a little bit more. So
0: it's David and Adam. Yes.
1: And this is in every chapter of the audiobook. Every single chapter. Fucking perfect. And is he, that in it, both books? Yes. Same same narrator and everything. The second book is it's not better, but it is just as good. Yeah? Because... Um, once you listen to the first book and you hear his childhood and how he grew up and the everything. The first books can't hurt me. Yes. The second book is never finished. Hold on one time. Let me look. Um, but the second book, he actually gets his mom, and, and she, he, David interviews his mom. That, if you can see through that and not get goosebumps or cry, there's something wrong with you. Right. 100%. Because um, when I heard it, I knew it. like he, they were talking about it, and then it actually... He's sitting there talking to his mom. It's just him and her, and it's it's a they're not in the same room, they're in different rooms. But he even asked her, "Are you sure you want to do this?" She's like, "Yeah, I do." It's called yeah, it's called Never Finished. Okay. It came out about a year ago, uh, not quite a year. I think it was like no October, November, something like that. Yeah, and I listened to it the first day, the whole thing in one day. I was like, and it, I, it was amazing because he dove more into his childhood and he talked about how like. Um, he actually has his last encounter with his dad, and he actually ended up he did pass away. Um, he didn't go to his funeral, but there and they dive into that and talk about his last experience with him and stuff, and even more more races that he's done, right. more obstacles that he's overcame. It's just like that that stuff is amazing, but the way it's told to me is what caught caught and gripped me so hard and yeah. drew me in. Like yeah, it's amazing. Like he did all these things, but the way the story was told was what what caught me hook like on a stinker for sure. Nice. And that's what I want to do with my book. I don't want to copy the same thing, but the way the story is told, I want to do the same. Sure. Yeah. Same style. Very cool. It's just, it's daunting because it's also something I've never done. And again, letting myself be that vulnerable, vulnerable, you know, and I, and another reason I don't want to narrate it is because I'm not, I'm not good at word. Like I can, I can read, but you don't want to hear me read that. Right. But I've had people that are like, well, if it's your story, then it doesn't have to be exactly how it is on paper. can you can tell the audiobook how you want to talk. I don't know. It's another it's a decisions. Yeah. So I might do I have I have a person that I've already asked to narrate the book. Yeah. So we'll see. Nice. It's just I have to do it. And I've done I've done the dedication. I already know who I've already written the dedication and uh I got the name of the book and everything. I just gotta I've got chapters like sort of lined out yeah. where I want to start. Sure. And everything like that, so it's just telling the story and getting it recorded, and then putting it in an order and editing out all, all the crap. Right on. Do you have a goal for when by the end of the year? By the end of this year, yes. Okay. Yeah, my my goal is to have it at least written or you know some some sort of format by the end of this year. That way, hopefully, I can get it edited and published by spring. So spring at twenty four. Okay. Because I want to ride, hopefully my goal is, if everything works out, starts line just right, I want to ride a bike from Maine to Key West next summer and help promote the book and stop along the way talk about it in different places and stuff. Right on. Because uh, I think I've talked to a bunch of people about it, and they know what's in it, what it's going to be about, and how it's going to impact certain people. And they tell me, they give me that push that it needs to be out there because they know. That it will help people, and that's what I want to do. You know, it's it's gonna be hard to like air out all my flaws and fuck ups, but right, people need to hear that because they are in the same boat. They think that they can't fix. They th-
0: they think they're too far gone. No, not even close. Sure, you are definitely um, a prime example of that. And uh, there's a Jackie Robinson quote that I think about when you um, <clears throat> when you say that. And uh, full disclosure. I'm Googling it because I don't want to misquote Jackie Robinson. Right. But uh it is uh let me see here. <laughs> a life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives. Right. Um, there's a there's a quote.
1: Let me find it. Um I think it was yeah Benjamin Franklin. I have this on a I bought it, I found it on a plaque at, at Hobby Lobby about a year year and a half ago. When I saw it, I was like, I don't care how much it is, I'm buying it, and it was on sale for like three bucks. Either write something worth reading or do something worth writing. Huh. And I was like, hmm, well, that's a sign I, I need to do that. I need to get this book done because, you know, all the runs and everything that we've done, you know, the push ups, the hikes, the the runs. The veteran outings and getting veterans to where they need to be, all of that, if it helps one single person, it's worth all of it, all the work. And like, I don't know anybody that's involved in those, um, like those programs or anything like that, that would disagree because if they do, they're in it for the wrong reasons. Right. So, and I've, and I've distanced myself from those people that are in it for those wrong reasons. Like, no, no, no disregard on them. They do their thing, but I don't want to be around those people that are doing it for the wrong reasons. And it's it's hard because you know you lose you lose people you care about. You do. You don't necessarily lose them, but you'd have to put them at a arm's length sure. you know, so they don't they don't detour you from your path. Right. So it's hard. It's you know, deep stuff. It's it's stuff every day too. Like, I I deal with like people that I would do anything for that would do pretty much anything for me, but I just don't agree with how they do things and why they're doing it for you know, and again for the wrong reasons. To me, wrong reasons they might not see it that way and you know but it's part of it man just stand up for what you think's right and sometimes you gotta stand by yourself that that uh it's tough to do very
0: yeah it's tough to do but at the same time if you know you're doing the right thing you will eventually surround yourself with the right people doing those things because you will and that's the thing it's you'll not only surround the right people gravitate to you but you'll avoid yourself of any regret yeah And that's why, like I said, I wouldn't change anything that I've done.
1: Right. Because now I'm to that point now because I know that all of those things, all the the, you know, the the arrests, the addictions, the bad choices, you know, the disrespect to people that I mean a lot to me, you know, it's led me here, and it's it's led me to where I can help people now.
0: So I got to give use that talent. I'm I'm glad you're you're doing that. You realize that you're you're at a place where you can't help,
1: and then and now you are. Yeah, it's tough because you still have to take time for yourself to fix those things in your life. Sure, and it's hard to it's very hard to balance both, but you have to do that for yourself first. And it's hard to remember that because I'm I would rather help someone else than help myself. Right. But so I just got it's hard sometimes because you have to take a step back, and I did that for a, quite a few months, um, the, at the end of last year and the beginning of this year. And just slowly getting back into it. Right. So I can help everybody else
0: again. Right on, dude. Well, as always, you're a phenomenal fucking character, man. I I love talking to you. And uh every time every time we get here, we do this where it gets super deep and we yeah. don't end up talking about Ted Nugent. And uh <laughs> we, we got
1: we got a few minutes, we can talk about Ted Nugent.
0: Uh no, the only thing I want to talk about, uh softball, man. Yeah. I didn't know that you were a softballer. Oh, I, I played for years. <clears throat> I didn't know that. Yeah. I, we, got, we got a doubleheader tomorrow night. I hadn't played since,
1: I'm pretty sure the last time I played was in a tournament for Toyota in 2016. Yeah. And after I did that first 300 miles and I played and I was like, I don't want to play anymore just in case I hurt myself and I can't run. Sure. Because, you know, now that I'm getting older. I'm like, but Dude, asked, it's every like, time
0: I come off the field, I'm like, I, love um, it. I can go to work tomorrow, right? Okay. The, cool. The first game that
1: I played the next day, I had to physically take my pant leg and
0: lift my leg out of bed because I hadn't been doing anything for you know, uh, seven months. But uh, I'm glad that my job requires me to be somewhat physical. Yeah. As far as moving around and using my legs. Yep. But uh, softball's making that tough. Yo, plantar fasciitis. Um, it's no good.
1: I'll send you a link to the insoles that I buy. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. I mean, they help a little bit. They give you a little bit more comfort than just regular insoles, or just no no insoles at all. Trail right. shoes. And uh, I'll send you the link to the supplement that I take
0: too. Um, a supplement for it helps with joints. Um, so I've been taking glucosamine chondroitin. Okay. For joints, that's that's good. Is what I've taken for a long time. Yeah. Um, you take it every I, day. I have not been. And I'm feeling the effects of that now, yeah. Because that's something that you start taking it, and it takes yeah. time to to settle in. Yep. But then you stop taking it, and, yeah. and shit just goes back to back to reset mode. Yeah. So I need to. I have a bunch. I, I have a, a a whole host of vitamins that I was taking for a long time. And uh, man, it's every regimen that I was doing to to stay healthy, I've kind of let go of. Same. And I need to. I need to get back on the bullshit yeah if you will yeah but uh keep yourself accountable it's hard <sighs> you yeah,
1: anything else you want to talk about before we go um no i don't think so no it's been fun
0: man that could be it of course it's been fun and as always it, seems like uh we just got started a few minutes ago it does but uh, we're about an hour and 20 in yeah so yeah hour and 10 whatever Yeah, something sorry but, uh, i
1: didn't know that you were here i would have came in
0: on time. <laughs> That's not a big deal at all. That's not a big deal at all. I should have been like, hey, I didn't drive. That was all good. My car's not here. Uh, last week, I did that, too, and Tyler just, I don't know why, but he just walked in. Yeah. And he was like, hey, you're here. I'm like, yeah. So anyway, Kyle, I appreciate you always, man. Um, for Kyle and myself, Sean B., this has been the Mind Snacks Podcast. Guys, make sure you're following us on social media, please. Ooh. I do want to. At MySnackspod. Nice. Tell us about this merchandise you've been you've been sharing. Ooh, the Etsy store. Yes. So if you go to www.secondstringmedia.net and go to the blue banner where it says Second String Media Shop, or I believe I've changed it now. It's this, the store is called Second String Media Fit. But the link to the Etsy store is there. There's all kinds of great products. Um, but it's Etsy.com slash second string media fit and uh, all one word. And, uh, yeah, man, all kinds of great stuff, dude. We've got uh, new products that we're making every day. I'm currently in the design process trying to get into uh, the T-shirt design game, Mm -hmm. Um, not just for logo-branded gear from the podcasts, but for other stuff, too, just making random designs and uh, selling some cool shit. Yeah. So that's going to continue to grow. But uh, it's on Etsy. It's Second String Media Fit is the name of the store. You can get get there from the website, secondstringmedia.net go to the blue banner, second stream media fit, tap it, tap the link, buy the shit, buy it, buy the shit. And uh, I apologize for, I tell you what, if anybody <laughs> get this out there, if anybody's got that old merchandise from the first merch store we tried, I'll buy that off of you because, oh, well, you're pulling one, a Miller light one day. You're pulling a Miller light right well, now. Well, I think we sold like five things <laughs> off that site.
1: Did, um, you, did you hear about that?
0: No. Oh, Okay. Finish your story. What are they, oh, yeah, yeah. So I want to buy that stuff back off people because, not not because I feel like, you know, they got hosed out of their money. They did, but that's not why I want to buy it back. <laughs> I want to buy it back because I'm like, hey, here's our first run. The products were shit. But uh, Patrick McGuire bought a Mind Snacks hat. First Mind Snacks logo branded gear ever purchased. Yeah. And the hat was, the hat itself was good quality. The print was shit. Right. And I don't want him to be stuck with that unless he just wants to, I would rather have that in here right. as like a, Hey, there's the first fucking thing anybody ever bought off our store. Yeah. Even though the products were shit, the products we're doing now, I'm using Printify. Uh, I was going to ask you about that. I'm using printify um, to fulfill all the orders. I'm selling everything on Etsy. Those two link up together real well. So it's super easy. It's a great shop and there's great stuff on there. Um, so thank you for bringing that up because I need to I remember. That and I just uh, I need to remember to plug that shit.
1: I was watching a, a clip from Joe Rogan the other day. I don't know who the guest was, but apparently, around the same time the whole Bud Light thing happened, Miller Light put out a, a commercial that um, it was. I think it was for like Women's Appreciation or Women Women's History Month or something like that. I don't, don't quote me, but they're buying. They're offering to buy back all of the old Miller Light ads with all the girls in the bikinis and stuff and they're going to shred them all and get ready and destroy them all because it's degrading to women i'll send you the link the wow yeah, yeah please do yeah joe, uh, joe rogan thought it was uh it was pretty funny and yeah it's different um i don't because it was talking about how women are like the creators of beer basically sure and I don't, whether they're right or wrong i don't know cool if they are if not i don't i mean it doesn't matter to me i don't care who created beer i think it's Great invention, whoever made it. Yeah, right. They need the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. Maybe if the world drank a little more, we might be a little happier. Yeah. I mean, except <laughs> right. for you. except, hey, if, you, if you choose to. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, I'll send you that clip after that. Perfect. I'm done. Perfect.
0: Well, guys, we appreciate you watching, as always, and uh, listening on the podcast. We will be back next week. Tyler uh, doesn't have any more personal days, I think, for the year, so we should have Tyler back. Um, guys, thank you so much. Have a great night. It's been the Mind Stacks Podcast.